Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I am your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we'll meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who in this time of crisis are offering their hearts and talents to us all. And I'm very happy today to have as our, co our coach, I said, but coach, she is a coach, but as our guest, uh, a transformational coach, Nuria Sofchovic. Nuria, welcome. Hey, Tom. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be um, part of this incredible and generating um, podcast that you produced. I'm so happy that you're here as a transformational coach. And, and I want to ask about that, but I also know that you have done a lot of transformation of your own life. And I don't know if maybe we should start there and then you can tell us, well, it's up to you, you have a choice. You can start by telling about the transformation or what is a transformational coach? Well, However you'd like to do it. Well, I, I, I would love to start like, like by talking about me because I, I was the source of this transformational coaching, right? So everything has started with me. That is correct. That is correct. I think we should know about that then. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my entire life, I've been looking for um, for what is there for me to create something bigger. Of course, like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I didn't word it on that way. Right. I was uh, I was only and I said only this is important, only looking for answers. What is the answer? What is the answer? What 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 is there for me? Um, but I wasn't aware of every time that I was looking for answers, I was limiting my possibilities, right? Like when I when I was like, okay, why is this happening to me? Okay, this is the answer. This is happening to you because you have to go to university, just to say an example. Right, right. And and then over time, I'm a newcomer in Canada. I was born in Mexico and I lived 37 years in Mexico. And I was following the book, Tom, following the book and, and inside of this, living inside of this box where I was told what to do. I was told what was next. Was this told by your family, by your parents? By my family, by, by the, 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 you know, the social expectation of me. Right, right. Where, you know, if you feel, if you, if, if your body is warning you about something, ignore it, go to the doctor and ignore your God, ignore whatever is around you that your senses are touching and letting you know that, Hey, there is something else. What if you're cautious about this or cautious about that? So I noticed over time that, and don't, don't get me wrong, I'm grateful with, with my culture, with my, my society. Like at the end of the day, they gave me what I needed to, to grow and to find my path in life, my journey. But it's important for me to acknowledge that when we are immersed on that massive influence that is the social structure, we cut off our awareness and we cut off our senses and we cut off our capacity to go further thinking and living outside of the box. Sounds like what you're saying also is we cut off our intuition. Totally. You got, I call it awareness. Many people call it intuition, but it's, you're right. Like it's, what is, for, for example, when, when we tend to label things, right? As good or bad. And I quote 
good or, or bad because it depends on our point of views, right? But let's say that there is something wrong happening to us. And the first reaction is exactly that, a reaction about what is happening instead of looking at it and asking questions like, what is right about, what is right here that I am not getting? And from that space, by living in the question of whatever you are dealing with, taking action instead of living in the reaction of an answer. Right. You're right. Like, is that call that we shut down? Yeah, what do I so, know about this in, in, my, in, in my gut, in my heart? Exactly. What is my heart telling me? Right. And, and, you know, when you look back and you say, oh, my God, how many times I betray myself because I ignore that intuition, because I ignore that, that sense of myself. Right. So what I tell to my clients all the time is, is uh, don't, don't, don't trust in what I am saying. Trusting what you know. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm providing this companionship in your journey, but you are the source. And that's what happened to me. I, I realized that I was the source of any creation in my life. Was there something specific or some events that led yes. you to that? Yes. So growing up in Mexico, I was my entire life like, there's something else. There has to be something else. You know, I was following the book, but I got bored. All the time I, I was bored. I was a great student. I finished a master's degree in Mexico. I got married. I had two, 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 two daughters. So everything was working perfectly, but there was something missing. And okay. I, I, there was something that, oh my God, there, there has to be something else. And I don't know what it is. Anyways, I got this crazy idea of when I was 20, I want to live in Canada. I didn't know why, but there was like this sense of, I don't know why I've never been there, but I want to go there. So anyways, long story short, I came here and I've been living in Canada for six years now. And what I realized, Tom, was that the journey is not always easy, but it's what you require based on what you ask to the universe to change for you. So I was living in this dream, right? I came here to Canada with a dream and dreams tend to be rosy and with lots of fantasies around, right? Yes. And when I came here, all that dream was just, just fading it a little gradually. And I just got re I got re I, I got present to oh I'm Mexican I didn't know I was Mexican I took it for granted in my country right so I came here and I started interacting with people and I I started acknowledging myself through the others lenses about the expectation of me as Mexican right so that was one thing then finding a job then learning the language um going to college, setting up like my, 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 my life here to support my daughters to settle down here. So everything was too much was, was, you know, I didn't see at that time that what I was building up was bigger than my dream. I was just focusing on the dream and the right. dream 
is really tiny, Tom. We don't realize that. But the dreams tend to be tiny, just, just a frame. But when we really start building our life, and that's what happened to me, I, my life started falling apart. Like everything, I, I, I went through this heavy, heavy depression. My body shape changed dramatically. I was like, who does this body belong to? This is not my body. And the more I was asking questions like, what is happening? Where I should go for help? Where I should ask for a job? Where is the, net, the network that I should belong to? Um, and I was living in that question and the possibilities, possibilities started opening up for me. But I had to go into this, through this roller coaster where I allow my body to guide me through my journey. And today, like standing here talking to you six years after that, I can see that the universe was preparing me for something bigger. So it's, you know, the universe is ready to deliver to you every time that you ask for it. The, the universe is looking forward for us to ask for things. Like seriously, the universe has our back, but we have to willing to do, to do the job. Right. You know, something, if I may interrupt here, no. I, got this, I got this image as you were talking of a goldfish in a bowl. So this is my world and I, I want something more, but didn't yes. realize that what the more was, was outside of the water into the world. Yes. On which you have to learn how to breathe again. You have to learn how to, that's what it sounds like you had to do. Yes, 100%. You, you got the picture perfectly. I, I, I can say, Tom, that I was pretty lost. I right. was lost. And I was lost. The, the, the worst part is that I was lost, not even in reality. I was lost on my thoughts. I was lost on the idea. And I was lost on the justification of why not me. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go through this journey when I was like, hold on a second, I am the source. And I realized this at the moment that I started asking for questions, as I already said, but also looking for the tools that I required. And it's how, how my journey started as an energy coach. Uh, I found the access consciousness, the bars, that is an energetic technique. And this is how, how I can now navigate your audience through what I do as an energy coach and what I do in three transformative coaching. Uh, if you're okay with it, we can. Yes, please. I wanted to know about bars. I was going to ask you to display, describe that for our audience. Yes. So, so basically what I, what I, um, what I do in, in three transformative coaching is that I, I give you access to create your own character and invite you to live in constant creation of what is possible for you to create. Instead of saying, you know, when, when people say like, okay, if you get a lotto ticket and you win the lotto, what would you do? And people say, I pay my debt. I pay my credit card, right? Instead of thinking bigger, like imagine something bigger than that. So this is what the, the three transformative coaching invites you to create something bigger. So 
through these transformative methods that I experienced myself. And when I said I experienced myself, Tom, I'm saying I stepped out from depression, anxiety, stress, um, and I literally created my life. So uh, through, through this technique, you, you will gain access to new space to align your personal and professional dreams. And as I said, not this rosy idea or fantasy around the dream, but it's in fact the moment when you can start living your life as the real you and stop living from a place of expectation. And that for me sounds terrific. It's just by saying I'm not, no longer living from expectation, there is so much space for me that I can see in my clients how much they, uh, when, they when they feel the permission to change is when they start creating. Absolutely, and absolutely. But, and there's one thing that comes first, as I believe you've said, uh, and I want to ask you about it, is how do you help people to identify their limiting beliefs and let go of those beliefs? You know, like, first off, I listen to them. I, I And I love when, because they come with the stories. Right. The stories from the past to shape their future and to prove that this that the place where they are living in is the right place or that they deserve that suffering. Right. So sometimes I am, I let them talk and of course, to, to know where, where they are coming from. And then I asked them, so you're telling me this, does it work? And then they, they are like, what? Yeah, does it work? Like you're spending this session talking about something that happened in the past. And then we, we go through some exercises, but it's, you know, when they realize like, oh my God, I'm repeating myself over and over again. And what I am doing is asking the universe to send me more misery because the universe doesn't make distinctions, right? Between good or, or, or bad as we do. Right. So the universe says, ah, oh, you want more depression. Okay, here you have more. Ah, you have more like, you know, another illness. Okay, here you have more. Because that, that takes us to that, that place where it is watch what you ask for. Be yes. very clear on what you're asking for. Yes. Yes. So, in, in, and exactly that was a clue for me in my journey, in my own journey, because um, when I, you know, when I had this breaking point where everything was falling apart and I was doing really bad in my life and with my health, in my personal life, in everything. And I just asked my body what was next. And I got present to my arms and my legs and my body itself. I look back to what I said two years before. And I was like, hey, I asked for this. With, in a different world, right? In a different way of saying, but I asked for that. And I realized how powerful I was because I created that reality. Created that reality, yes. So when I created that reality and I realized how powerful I was, I thought, oh my God, I can use this power 
to create something different and nobody else can stop me. There is no book to follow. I can write my own book. And then what, is, what, what has happened since then is transformation and change. And you know, the other day I was reading a quote, I can't remember the author, but he said, uh, you know, the best thing you can do for someone else is giving something that they are not willing to give themselves. Right. So since I read that, every time that I know someone else's birthday or someone else is celebrating something, what I said is I'm I'm not I'm no longer saying I wish you the best. What I say is I wish you lots of change. Right. And I realize that when someone listens to that, they give themselves permission to change. Well, did that, you know, that makes me think that this last year and a half that we've all been through was an opportunity for people to change, although it didn't seem that way at first. It seemed like an opportunity to shut down. But what did you find, uh, it, how it affected you to have your life turned upside down in, in, by COVID? You know, for me, has been COVID was, well, specifically 2020, was my best year ever in life. Fascinating. How would that happen? What, what was it? You know, I remember I wasn't that point of I, I got I got everything I required to apply for my permanent residency in Canada. All of it. I had, you know, the four previous years I was working really hard, getting all the, the documents in place, all the process completed. And suddenly COVID hit and I lost my job and uh, my lawyer said, you know, you're losing this opportunity, the provincial nomination. The only shot you have is the federal nomination, but you have to wait. And I was lost, Tom. I just felt like something here on my, on my chest that I was, all the things that I've been working for so hard are falling apart. And then I remember it was February. It was really cold here in Canada. And I just grabbed my keys and went out and start breathing and say, buddy, what should we do next? What is next for us? And I just breathe. And I remember feeling and experiencing all of this fresh, cold air coming through my nose. And I felt this sense of gratitude. And I remember saying, if this could be my last year in Canada, how would I choose to live it? And then I had a conversation with my daughters and said, listen, guys, let's have fun and let's live in joy as much as we can, if this is it. So what happened next, Tom, was I created a bigger business. I started getting more clients. I, uh, I, I found another full-time job that it was way bigger than the previous one. I got my invitation to apply to be a permanent resident in Canada. I made my husband, my, my, my second husband. I got married last year. Uh, instead of a family of three, now we're a family of six. Um, and everything has started without me looking for the justification of why me. 
So I took COVID as an opportunity to learn more about myself and to allow my body to lead, to guide me. Like, let me give you an example. Everybody was in this lockdown and everybody was, was in fear, right? Because uncertainty triggers lots of anxiety and lots of fear. So I remember that I was, okay, buddy, tell me where to go to buy my groceries. You know that I have to feel, feed my daughters, right? So show me what is the store where I can be safe to get my groceries. And Tom, I found these delicious and incredible corner stores here and there, tiny stores, where um, I bought my, my, my groceries for my daughters. You know, but it wasn't my rational saying, okay, I have to go to this store and I have to, you know, going like, like with all of this fear. No, I allowed my body to guide me. And that's so powerful. And that's something that COVID gave me. I would say, Tom, and I know this, this is going to sound weird for many people, but I chose COVID. At the moment that I chose it, my life changed. I stopped resisting and fighting against that reality. I said, okay, COVID, you wanna live here. You are already here. Let's share the space. But from my awareness, not from my fear. And that's just an example of how we operate through life. Many people operate through fear and the fear stops them to create something bigger. Right. Well, it's either fear or love is the two places from which we operate. Yes. And if yes. what you're offering somebody is a bigger life, love in a sense, if you love, I'm hearing what you're saying, that if you love yourself and trust yourself, you can have a bigger life regardless of what's going on around you. Yes, and without the without the justifications and without considerations, you know, now that you mention love, for example, of course I love my daughters, I love my life, I love my husband, but I usually say, you know, guys, I'd rather you to choose me not to love me. Because when you choose me, you choose me for who I am and for who I want to be. There are so many things that I want to be. And if you choose me as I am today, because I don't know who I'm going to be in five years, but if you choose me from who I am today, there is no uh, frustration or expectation because you're choosing me as I am. And that's how I walk my clients to choose, to choose what is there as it is and as it isn't. And because that's reality. Right. And, and what techniques do you offer to them? Because that's, obviously they're not doing that right now or they wouldn't be having a problem and they wouldn't be coming to you. So when yeah. they come to you, what are some of the things that you say or do with them? So, so, so well, first off, I, I would like to explain a little bit what is the access consciousness, the bars technique. Yes. Uh, the, the bars are 32 bars of energy that run through and around your head that connect to different aspects of your life. Um, these bars store the electromagnetic component of all the thoughts, ideas, attitudes, decisions, and beliefs that you have ever had about anything. So this is a, it's a, as I said, it's a hands-on technique 
where I just ask, start asking questions to my clients, like, because they come with, to me saying, for instance, um, I, I no longer um, choose to be, and I don't know, I, I don't want to be in this relationship. Right. And then I start asking questions and then they realize that it's not about the relationship. It's about something else. So by asking questions, I am like, okay, are you willing to receive whatever awareness the universe is delivering to you? And when they say yes, I run this hands-on process on their head and they just have to lay down and I run the process on their head. Usually I recommend three sessions in three weeks. Uh, and the changes are just dramatically Tom just to to mention something because sometimes we human beings want proofs right like show me that this is true I need to touch this show me that this is tangible right so right we are like it's, it's a human default probably so there is a, a researcher um, whose name is Dr. Terry Hope uh, he has a PhD in psychology, I guess, and he he did a research. Um, he published his research in a, in the Journal of Energy Psychology. I can send you that that information. Um, and this was back in 2017, I guess, at the end of 2017. And the results of his study is what were that there. Um, after a 90-minute access bar session, uh, it, 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 he found that there was a significant decrease in the severity of depression and anxiety. And just to give some numbers, the severity of anxiety symptoms was decreased by an average of 84.7%, which is a lot. That's a lot, yes. And in, in about depression, uh, the symptoms decrease by an average 82%. So it's, um, you know, when, when you have, as I said, I, I overcame depression. And I remember that after my second session, I never experienced that sense of happiness. And don't get me wrong. It's not about toxic positivity. You know, where you say like, everything is going to be fine. Everything is fantastic. Everything is beautiful. No, it's a sense of con like when you experience how content you can be. Right. Nice. And, and it's not about the external world. It's about the inner world. So after I run this, um, this hands-on process on my clients, then we start working online uh, having short sessions that are accountability sessions where I develop a set of um, questions for them to ask, to build up a life, living in questions, not looking for answers. And the outcome of it um, is just fantastic. You know, I, I remember I had this client who lost her hearing for a, a work accident and all the anxiety that that triggered on her was so uh, so severe at the point that she didn't leave her house and uh, for for five years and um, and when she started asking for questions and communicating with 
um, with her body, um, the outcome was that now she's claiming for her um, social and health benefits um, because she's she's not allowed to work, right? There is no workplace for her because her ears are so sensitive that also the, the vibrations of the train passing bothers her and triggers pain. So we reduce the level of pain. And now she, by living in the question, she took the courage of, you know, I'm gonna claim for what is fair, for what I didn't claim five years before. And I'm gonna do this in total ease. That for me, Tom, was the best experience as, as an energy coach, to see someone stepping out of that circumstance that it is the circumstance where she is at right circumstance is not changing she is changing she's changing well that's fascinating all of what you're talking about is fascinating and i guess as things move along because you do have to do hands-on as we have a little better health situation it's easier to do work with more people yeah yeah and also i run classes i i I, I teach the technique for those who choose uh, to be an access consciousness bars facilitators. Uh, you know, I certified my daughters three years ago. My little one was, she's 11 now. My eldest is 17. They both are practitioners. Uh, and, and when there is something going on between us, it's like, okay, let me let me run your bars. This is the term that we use to, to say, to name the process. Let me run your bars and then you're going to stop being cranky because this conversation is a nonsense conversation and we're not going anywhere. So uh, for those who, who, who want to learn the technique, I teach the technique. And there's also a study case in Mexico where a, an access bars uh, facilitator, actually she was a cancer survival. Um, once she found the, uh, the access bars tool, uh, she, she went to this company and say, okay, you know what? Let me, let me bring a couple of facilitators to run this process on your team for four for weeks. So what she found in, in this uh, pilot was that people people reported better sleep, less anxiety, less stress about things that happen in daily life. Um, they they experience also better sex, uh, more intimacy with their coworkers, and it was just in three sessions, right? In four sessions in one company. So this is, I I think Tom, our uh, commitment as individuals who are interested in changing the world is to invite people to living from a space of consciousness and awareness. Yes, cool. it, it takes something, but it's not impossible. Okay, well, that's wonderful. And you lead me right into the place of saying they were almost out of time. It's been so interesting, I forgot to watch the clock. So yeah. our time is just about up. And if people like myself have found this fascinating, would like to learn more and talk to you or get more involved, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? The best way is if they go through my website, that is uh, www.3s with three E's. I know sounds like too many E's, but like three is like the number. Three E's, uh, okay. It's T-H-R-E-E-E-S dot C-A. 
www.threes.ca. Okay, that's it's www.threes? Yes. Okay, .threes.ca. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Well, I will put that in the material and people can hear it and also they'll read about it. And I thank you so much, Noria. This has been thank fascinating. You. Thank um, you, Tom, for the, your generosity of the spirit that you have. You're such an incre incredible human being. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. And don't miss any podcast because really Tom does such an incredible job here. Well, thank you for the PR and thank you for doing what wonderful things you are because you're bringing good news to this world. And that's what we're really looking for here is good news. Thank you. I hope everybody changes a lot and everybody created a magical day. I hope so, too.